Hello and welcome to episode three of the Effective Faith podcast, a weekly podcast answering questions of productivity, tools and gear to help us get stuff done, as well as theology, Christian living, and how to approach getting things done in a way that supports our overall well-being and helps us to honour Jesus better. Before we dive into today's episode, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. There are a small but growing group of people that are tuning in each week and listening to this podcast. This is uh, really encouraging for me. So to you, my fledgling little group of loyal listeners, I want to say thank you. And I have two favours to ask. First, I want to help you. So if you have questions, issues, difficulties or challenges that relate to work, to productivity, effectiveness, or how all of this relates to Christian living, then please do let me know. The email is effectivefaith15.58 at gmail.com. I have had one question come in so far that I'm already addressing in some planned blog posts in the next couple of weeks, uh, but I might throw in a podcast on that topic as well uh, in the coming weeks. Secondly, please do pass this on to anyone who you think might benefit from the podcast uh, and or share it to your social media circles. I'd love to reach more people and I'd love to be able to learn what challenges people are facing in their daily grind so that I can tailor this, this content to be more and more helpful. It's a well-known fact that a bad workman always blames his tools. This is true. But to that, I often reply that a good workman always ensures he has the right tools before he starts work. And then I jokingly will add, and the right tool is always the biggest and the most powerful. This week on the Effective Faith podcast, we turn our attention to the various apps and tools that we use every single day to get our work done. Our question, what is the most effective tool stack for managing our lives and our work with all of all of the different complexities that we need to navigate day to day? It's a growing issue for many. More and more people are being allowed greater freedom in how they actually organize their work, plan their work and organize their lives. There's more and more money in this market than ever before. There are more and more tools, more and more apps on offer, all offering different things, all promising to make you more efficient, more productive, and all promising to give you that life that you've always dreamed of. But this is an empty promise. Because yes, apps, tools, they can help us to get stuff done and to keep ourselves organised. But no app can ever be all things to all people, and no app can ever give you the life of your dreams. You see, every app is designed to solve certain problems, to meet certain needs, and these are often the problems and the needs that are a big deal for the people that make them, the app developers. But they might not be a big deal for you, and your work or your life. And so every single app is going to be packed full of features that you don't need. It's worth remembering that. But as we start, we need to ask a basic and fundamental question. Not what's out there, not what can the apps out there actually do for me. More basic than that. What do you actually need? What do you actually need? What are the basic tools 
that everybody needs to manage their lives in this increasingly digital world. To answer that, I'm going to share a hopefully unidentifiable example of possibly the most effective person I have ever known when it comes to getting things done and keeping on top of everything. She manages everything in an analog format as far as is possible. She has a simple diary that she carries around in her bag, a simple to-do list, a simple notebook. Now, obviously, for some stuff that she does, she'd use something like Microsoft Word or, dare I say it, Microsoft Publisher. And they've yet to invent an analog means of managing email. The closest you get is the OWL system in Harry Potter. Um, and that's how she does it. And so there you have it. We don't need any apps at all to be effective. Not really. More basic than that. More basic and more fundamental than the apps we use. What we need is a means to manage our time, a means to manage our tasks, a means to take notes to manage our projects and our more complex work, a means to communicate with other people, and a means to produce and store our documents. And that's it. That's the heart. That's the essence. And that is actually very simple. And so my friend, she has a diary to manage her time, a to-do list to manage her tasks, a notebook for taking notes, for planning, for managing projects and more complex work. She has an email application and she has Microsoft Office. So then, what that we actually need? We need a calendar. We need a task manager, a notes manager, a communication tool, and an office suite. And that is all that we actually need to be effective in getting stuff done. That's the basics. That's the bare bones. And it is entirely possible for all of that to be done with pen and paper. Apart from the email, maybe. Huh? However... As life is increasingly becoming digital, uh, more and more so, and more and more of the inputs that we're receiving day by day as part of our work and as part of our life, more and more of those are digital as well. My preference is to recommend digital tools for most of this stuff. Digital tools have many advantages. They're accessible everywhere, especially as our smartphones will likely have apps to cover everything we need, and they fit neatly into our pockets digital tools. They make it so much easier to change, to update things as and when you need to. An analog system, it's a lot harder to change, to correct and to update. Particularly if you're maintaining one of these artistically beautiful bullet journals, uh, as I see a lot on YouTube, they are very, very difficult to correct if you make a mistake and maintain their beauty. Uh, digital tools, they can be set up to give uh, helpful reminders showing you what you need to see, when and where you need to see it. And so I would strongly recommend that everyone adopt a basic set of digital tools. And I would also recommend that we don't fully abandon pen and paper, but I'll elaborate on that and the reasons why in, in future content. Now, everyone's work is different, and so everyone will likely have something on top of that that they need specific to their work and their life. You know, it might be a coding tool, 
if you're a software developer, a drawing tool if you're an architect or um, something similar, or a writing tool, for example, if you do a lot of writing. But at the very core, the basic needs for managing our work, not doing our work, but managing it and managing our time, the tool stack we require is actually quite small. Now, when we think about the specifics, which is better, simplicity or complexity? Honestly, simplicity, it is far better as far as you can manage it. Your purpose for your apps is that they serve and help you in managing your stuff and then they get out of your way so that you can get stuff done. The purpose of an app developer for you is often to get you to spend as much time as they possibly can inside their application so that you consider it so valuable that you cannot live without it. Thus, we see the rise of the all-in-one applications and even some older apps like Evernote, a straight note taker for so many years, branching away from that original purpose and going the all-in-one route more and more with the new features that they're releasing. There is therefore a tension between the purpose of the developer and the purpose of you, the user. And so I want to say that unnecessary complexity is the killer of productivity. This is true both in terms of the complexity of the individual apps themselves, in the complexity of your tool stack, and in the complexity of how different apps relate to each other. You see, apps like Notion and ClickUp, uh, they are great. Please don't get me wrong. I really like these apps. And for certain roles, certain work that you might do with teams collaborating, there's, there is a need to manage a lot of complexity. And these apps can be really helpful in doing that. The only trouble is, whenever I've tried to use these apps in the way that I see so many doing so online, I end up getting sucked into the complexity of the app in a way that just eats my time and time that would be better spent doing my work or living my life. The more complex an application is, the more features and functions there'll be that you don't need, but you may end up using them because they're there. The more complex an application is, the longer it's gonna to take to learn how to use it. The more complex an application is, the more complex, difficult, and time-consuming it's going to be to manage everything that you put inside of it. Some years ago, a, a productivity YouTuber favourite of mine, uh, Carl Pauline, launched something he called Project One. The idea was to have only one of each type of application, and that's a really helpful approach. So one task manager that contains all of your work and all of your life tasks. One calendar for all of your events and commitments across every area of your work and life. One notes application, etc., etc. For me, it was controversial to mix work and life stuff in one place like that. I'd never, never done it before. However, I did find the wisdom of this the hard way. I'd often forget to do important personal tasks that needed doing during the day because they weren't on my work to-do list, which was the one I had open at the time. Once uh, I double booked myself, I had to drastically amend plans that I'd made with my then future wife as they weren't on my work calendar. And so I'd booked a meeting when I was supposed to be doing something 
far more important. And so there you have it. Pick a time management tool. Pick a task management tool. Pick a notes management tool. Pick an office suite and storage. And pick a communication tool. Just one of each. With communication tools, you'll need email and messaging, etc. But I'd recommend minimizing the number of different messaging apps that you use as far as you can. So not having WhatsApp and WeChat and Signal and Android Messenger and iMessenger and all the different means of people getting hold of you. Pick one or two and stick with them. And set all of these apps up in the way that works for you. Learn the apps inside out until they are truly serving you. And then get out of your way and help you get stuff done. Then avoid the temptation to switch. Switching to different apps is a killer. Avoid the temptation to add more apps into this simple setup and this simple system. And if you want to do it all with pen and paper... absolutely fine the only downside is it's a bit less portable and it becomes harder to share stuff with other people if you need to so what's my approach to all of this i want to briefly sketch in what i do i think that might be helpful so i use google calendar uh, as my calendar of choice it's free it's available everywhere on my macbook air which i have at home i tend to use apple calendar for that Um, I bring in my calendars from Google rather than using the iCloud ones. Uh, But the reason why I do that is because I think the interface on the Apple calendar is just a bit nicer. Uh, At the moment, I am using Notion uh, for planning, for managing projects and managing the content uh, that I'm producing. And then I'm using an app called UpNote as my notes application. This is a fantastic app that I found recently that just ticks all the boxes for me. And I am currently working on a way uh, to eliminate Notion to do everything that I would do in Notion, either in Upnote or in Todoist, so I can reduce the number of apps I have and the number of apps that I use. Upnote is also the app that I do all of my writing in at the moment uh, for all all of the different content that I produce. This podcast was written in Upnote. If I had a Windows computer, which I don't, Uh, I'd probably use Inspire Writer for this, uh, which is a program I've used before, but it's Windows only. Uh, And I haven't found an alternative uh, that I want to use on Mac yet um, that's affordable. For producing documents and things, I use Google's Office Suite and I use Google Drive for storage. Uh, Google stuff is all free. It's all uh, pretty good and they offer the best amount of free storage available. I have often wondered in the back of my mind how I'm paying for all of this free stuff that Google is giving me, but that's another question entirely. Uh, Then lastly, I manage all of my tasks in Todoist. Speed, simplicity, and power of this app cannot be beaten in my view. Email, I manage that in a fantastic little app called Postbox. I paid £22 for that during lockdown. That's one payment for life, uh, and the license covers... um, Uh, Windows and um, Mac OS version. I have tried in the past putting everything into Notion, but it it became too complex and too time-consuming to manage. I have tried in the past to use ClickUp for 
tasks, for projects, for planning and content management. But whilst I love ClickUp, it's quite slow to do what you need it to do. And it's quite slow to load what you need it to load. And so using it just felt off to me, although they are improving that um, quite rapidly at the moment. Um, So that's it. That's my tool stack. Now, as I'm finishing this, uh, I've realized that in all of this, I forgot to mention tea and I forgot to mention coffee. Either or both of those are also to be included on this list. And so this week, I leave you with the words of the writer Natalie Goldberg. No idea who she is, but I found this quote online. She says, choose your tools carefully, but not so carefully that you get uptight or spend more time at the stationery store than at your writing table. The same rule applies to the app store, I think.